You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Birdie. Going, it's caught. Touchdown. And a flag is down on the far side at the 11-yard line. So for the moment, Ronnie Bell gets into the end zone. So brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Al Michaels. Uh, a couple things about Al Michaels from the game last night. So they showed... Uh, as it's Al Michaels on the call on Amazon. I have like I have so many thoughts on that broadcast, and I should probably just like say none of them. Um, but I will say this: so they showed one of the great Monday Night Football highlights of all time during the broadcast, which is 1986, which is the year of the Giants' first Super Bowl, Super Bowl 21. They, the Mark Bavaro run um, on Monday Night Football against Jerry Rice and the 49ers, where Bavaro is literally carrying like 49ers on his back, including yeah, it was Ronnie in the Lodd. open, in the open of the telecast, and it is, yeah. and it is one of like. It's a play of when I was very little. I remember seeing that and being like, this is the coolest thing of all time. Bavaro was a super popular giant. And because the Giants won the, the Super Bowl that year and then won again in 1990, Bavaro's kind of gained like cult status as like time has gone on. Not just among Giants fans, but among football fans. And Al Michaels was on the call of that game. And Kirk Herbstreit asked him like, what like what year of Monday Night Football was that for you? It was him and Frank Gifford on the call. Dan Deardorff would later be added to the broadcast. That was Al Michaels' rookie year doing Monday Night Football. That was Al's answer, 1986. It's 2023. You know, 37 years ago. (laughs) God bless him for making as much money as he can. Made like a million dollars to call the game last night. God bless him. Mm -hmm. I think he's he's probably the greatest football play-by-play guy of all time. Absolute yeah. living legend. I'd like to have Absolutely. a quarter of successful of the career Al Michaels has had. Also, like, this is, it's tough, man. It's tough. What is uh, What is his, like, iconic singular NFL call? Hmm. Because he doesn't, like obviously, like, they rotate ones. Super Bowls. They rotate Super Bowls, so, like, it's not, it's funny because I actually maybe? remember... Yeah, that's good. Yeah, the funny thing is, when if you if you uh, if we were just at a bar or something, you're like Al Michaels first call that pops into your head. Do you have Do you have like first call that pops into your head? Do you have one? Uh, but you believe in miracles? Yes, right. The miracle on ice. Sorry, NFL. Do you have an NFL one that pops into your head immediately? Um, probably I have the, not. Honestly. I have the I have he did what from the Antonio Freeman like catch on Monday Night Football. Okay, he did yeah, what? Which is, which is 
Yeah, which is a great yeah. catch. Obviously, he's like falling down yeah. and like spinning like, a, like, while yeah, he's on play the ground of the and decade. catches it. Yeah, yeah, like a really, really, really memorable play and a really memorable call. Like that was that was not like that interesting of a like an overall game versus calling the Super Bowl versus calling like other really seminal moments in sports. But it's really funny because it just his voice calling NFL. The first thing I feel is like, he did what? Like that's the first thing that comes into my head. And then I then different Packers game, I think. Uh, I remember remember when Brett Favre's father passed away and they played on Monday Night Football. That against was the Raiders. against the Raiders. Raiders. In Oakland, uh, threw for three ninety nine and four touchdowns. Right. And uh, that was, was that Al and, God, Madden? Like, who was that? Who called that game? I, I'm, like, I, uh, I'm, actually, I'm actually not sure, but I remember Javon Walker had, like, three touchdowns in the game, right. like, all long touchdowns. But I, I believe Al has, I believe I think Al called that game. I remember, I can hear Al's voice in my head be like, you know, Brett, Brett Favre's father passed away earlier this week. He has chosen to play tonight is, like, the opening of the telecast. And so it just, like, it's funny because it's, you say he, you think he's, you know, the the best, and yet, like, the calls I think of with him are not the big games or not like, I mean, to be fair, those are, those are big moments. They're memorable moments, but I don't think of like a miracle on ice version of an NFL game or something like that. Like I'm like, he called, you know, what did he call the, uh, he called like the chargers Niners Super Bowl, I think. Right. He called C he called Seahawks Patriots that ended with Malcolm Butler he called that game. And uh, it's, you know, but I don't remember like the calls of those, like being like, that's, that's Al Michaels, like, that's his career, like, that call. Like, it's not the bigger games in the NFL. It's, like, the random moments. Is there, like, but, like, what would you say is the most famous single-game NFL call by a play-by-play -play guy? Oh, by anyone? Oh, sure. I'm going to be really bad at this. Um, but, like, I don't think you will be because, like, we've all been watching football our entire lives. Like, I don't think you have to be, like, like football expert, basketball expert. Like, you're just, like, sports fan. Yeah, I mean, but like, you know, so like what the great the great NFL singular plays are what like immaculate reception, like Tyree helmet catch, like these like, you know, these kinds of mo like I I mean, uh And like Bu Joe you know, Buck is music we CD love miracle. Joe Buck on the show. Like he right. butchered he yeah. butchered those calls. Yeah. A, a Buck had the Minneapolis miracle where he basically just says digs and then lays out for 45 seconds. Well, to be fair, like yeah. but like he's right. I, and like honestly like maybe this is a bad like I think that I need to do a better job framing this. Television right. you're never going to get those calls because it's not you can see what's happening. They don't have to describe right. it. Radio you get the full description. All Buck has right. to say is digs touchdown right. and then let and then yeah. lay out and let the crowd do this right. cuz exactly. you're watching it. So when you were asking me that question, like, what are the memorable, like, where, where were you going here? Were you trying to, like, lead me in a direction? No, more just like, you're right about, because you asked me, and, like, I didn't have a good answer for you. I don't know if there's a good answer with basically, like, anybody. Honestly, like, I think the most memorable one, at least since we've been doing the show, was Ian Eagle, like, a Murray miracle, right? On the Kyler Murray, Hail Mary to beat Buffalo. Oh, I think sure. that's, like, the best Hail one. Murray. Yeah, Hail which Murray, they came up with after was, the fact yeah, that, that was wasn't good. part of the that wasn't part of the Eagle call. I don't think Eagle had that in the call though, and they came up with that afterwards. It's like the name of the play, Murray Magic. He said, "I think Murray when, Magic, when, when, when I think something like that." Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's that's uh, and Hopkins might play this week. We have a, a hook for this week. Yeah, like you're right. You're right on like NFL calls because you know like the very memorable Super Bowls. You know, since we've been adults. I don't remember the calls of those plays as much as the plays or the calls of the games as much as the games, but like Super Bowl specifically, like, I don't, I mean, you'll remember like the call of, you know, whatever, like for, well, for you, like Tyree, Plaxico and then Manningham in the second one, like you'll remember those calls, obviously, probably, but like, I don't remember them like at all. And I watched both games. I was at the, I was at, uh, the undefeated Patriots Super Bowl in Arizona, and I like like watching the game on a, a TV like while the fourth quarter was going on, 
I like, I don't remember those calls, but I remember those play, like where I was, the play is burned into my brain, but the call has nothing to do with it. Maybe that's part of the issue here. So like the Al Michaels calls that I remember are like almost like the fun ones, like where it's, or not even fun in like the Brett Favre case, but like the stuff that's ancillary to who wins the Super Bowl. Yeah, <laughs> like, I like it was funny that you said not in the Brett Favre case. I don't think anyone yeah. was sitting at home being like, "Wow!" Like Ken thought it was real fun that Brett Favre's old no, man kicked the No, but I just that's how my brain works. <laughs> yeah, that's how my brain works. I just like you know, like I'll think of something, and then the, the the other half of my brain will be like, "You moron!" Like that's not what you meant, you know. And like I just have to say it out, say it out loud. That's how it works. All right, we'll, we'll do P squared B squared in a second for Niners Cardinals in Week Four, Giants Seahawks in Week Four. But let me give out this uh, this anytime the uh, first touchdown scorer for this weekend. Oh, first touchdown. You really moved into this market. You've like set up shop here now with Ronnie Bell. Now you got to like, now we're doing first touchdown. Like we're, we're, this is the big time. The prices are much larger here. Well, I think what it might be is like six pack or pie, like full pizza pie on the anytime. And then like one slice or one beer. On the, oh, on the first okay. touchdown. How about so that? So this is touchdowns by the slice is this segment. That's, yeah. it. That's exactly right. Um, right. Everyone is assuming on Sunday with David Montgomery out for the Lions that if Jameer Gibbs is not going to get the ball down by the goal line, that it will be Craig Reynolds that vultures the touchdown. I'm not so sure that's the case. The Lions signed Zonovan Bam Knight from their practice squad to their 53-man roster. This is just my opinion. I'm not a hashtag film guy, but I mean, I watch the games. I think Zonovan Knight is better than Craig Reynolds. Like We saw Craig Reynolds last year. We saw Knight had a couple nice games with the Jets. I'm not saying Knight is great. I do think he's better than Craig Reynolds, and I think just like the thought that it's just going to be Reynolds, are we so sure about that? Zonovan Knight first touchdown is 40-1 to right now for the Lions-Falcons game on Sunday, and Zonovan Knight anytime touchdown is nine to one, plus 900. So we'll talk mm. about that more on Sunday. Yeah, that's I was kicking mm. that around with someone earlier today. The whole like, are okay. we sure it's are we sure it's Craig Reynolds? Like, are we sure? And what are you going to yell when you win the bet? What are you going to yell? Uh it'd be like when I when I put some like paprika or like cayenne or like garlic yeah. on something. Bam, bam. <laughs> what if I was just like Zonovan? Zonny? What, what are you, you going to yell? Zonovan. <laughs> Z Knight. All right. All right, Jake, let's uh, play the recommends here. Let's do P squared, B squared for week four in the NFL. Um, you, bet, you better, you bet, Nick and Ken, Phenomenal Football Friday. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, Niners Cardinals in San Francisco. I mean, how about this for Arizona? Like, you're trying to tank? How about week three, home Dallas, week four, road San Francisco? That'll get the job done for you. Uh, Ken, projected point spread, please, for San Francisco and Arizona next week. Uh, I saw the look-aheads, and I think they're low. My number is 17. <laughs> and uh and i i think if it the look aheads are 14 and a half and if it opens there and i can buy the 14 cheap i think i'm gonna buy it and bet a lot of money on it i i, I, I was not expecting that to be the answer i was thinking like you thought it was gonna be less than 14 how, how, no, how's dallas no, gonna be definitely. 13 on the road and this yeah, is what it is just yeah. I, I was th- I was thinking it was going to be like, maybe it gets out of control in Ben, Arizona. I was not expecting Never. it to be like 14, 14 San Francisco. Yeah. I, I, I don't even know what I need to bet Arizona in the game. The 20, 21, maybe something like that. Wow. They're, they're not going to score. They're not going to score, and the Niners are going to run the ball for 500 yards. Like, the whole game is going to be the most boring football game you've ever watched. Yeah. So what do you what do you think it's going to open? Well, look-ads are 14 and a half. Uh, it's Niners have already played their game. Dallas, you know, let's like say might it's Doomsday on, the... on Sunday. Let's say it's Doomsday on Sunday for Arizona. Between fourteen and a half and sixteen and a half, probably. But not, 
but not would would you would you bet it up to would 17 or you only 14. want to bet 14 i mean would i would just like <laughs> yeah would like black friday sale mall people to to get 14 it, it, wait, D- dallas dallas gonna be 13 on the road the niners who are objectively are definitely better than dallas hosting the game with extra rest and they're gonna be 14 no way absolutely not so let's say it opens 15 and a half are you betting san francisco tease them to nine and a half i mean it's actually like not what are they gonna lose ever yeah it's a fake football game i mean i just and hey cool arizona's been competitive so far they might be competitive against dallas yeah please be competitive let it let's get 14 in this game the niners are like too good like they're just really good and they're going to have extra rest. They're going to play at home against a team that doesn't even want to win. I mean, I just, it's, you know, cool. Oh, I, open I, 14 and a half to 16 and a half. I'm not betting it. But like, I mean, you put a 14 up there. No way. No way. Um, I don't know if this is going to happen or not. Arizona loses this weekend, which is to be expected, right? And yeah, like even if like you think, even if like, so like, maybe they're somewhat competitive. I think it's pretty likely that Clayton Toon starts next week. Or maybe it's like Dobbs for one more week and then Toon well, starts that'd be after Because you don't want to like... Toon would throw like, a nice new wrinkle into things. Yeah. Like, that, it's going to happen at some point soon. Also, just... And I want to get to the Giants and Seahawks. It's more interesting in a second. Um, Jonathan Gannon was basically saying, like, Kyler's playing this year. And he's not going to play yeah. in week five when he's, when he's eligible. But, like, we might get Kyler, like, a little earlier than expected. Potentially. Sure. Just that, like, that was thrown out there, which is a little interesting. I, th- I think they're going to want to take a look at Clayton Toon. It's a pretty good, pretty yeah. good deal. But what do you think happens to the number? Okay, let's say it opens more than fourteen, so I don't get my wish. Let's say it opens fifteen, and then they say tune. No, it has I to don't go think up. It gets to seventeen, but I don't think it goes to seventeen. Yeah, it has to go up though, right? Yeah, a, a yes. Clayton tune. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. I think against Dobbs the Niners, they're going to eat him. San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just yeah. Doomsday. Uh, yeah. I, I, I don't think I'm going to have any, like, I, I don't think I'm going to have some obvious opener bet on this game. Uh, I really hope it opens 14 or less, because uh, I think that's insane. Okay. Uh, do the Giants and Seahawks quickly here. Um, I'm of the opinion that my favorite football team lost to maybe the two best teams in football in weeks one and week three. No surprise. And, and beat the team they were supposed to beat in week two. Season starts on Monday night next week against the Seattle Seahawks. Mm. We're we're not we're not dead yet. Uh, yeah. I make Seattle like a really small favorite in the game, like Seattle like minus one. Yeah, I think the question will just be uh, they'll open less than three. There's no question. It's uh, it's like if Saquon's definitely out again, and that gets announced. Like so, they won't, we won't know when the openers come out whether Saquon's playing. How we think he's probably that, not going to play. Here's Terrell Rooks. Like, actually, it's a high ankle sprain, and like the Giants right. lied to you for two days. I got, I got news yeah. for everybody. Like, he, he's not playing. If it's a high ankle sprain, right. like, I, right. I, unless he's Wolverine, like he's not playing in the game. Sorry. Right. So the the Giants didn't have Saquon, their left tackle, and one of their best pass rushers. If the injury report is that bad again, now extra time, maybe things get a little bit better. Uh, Seattle will open less than three. I think almost without just this is my guess. Like it can open any number. I think it'll open less than three. My number for the, I think Seattle two and a half makes like all the sense in the world in the game. But like, if the injury report was bad again, I'd be curious if you saw Seattle three in the game. Now, some of this will depend on how Seattle looks when they play this weekend. They've been kind of all over the place performance wise. But 
I think we're talking, that's what we're talking about. Is it Seattle a very small favorite? Does it get to Seattle three if Saquon doesn't play and Ojalari doesn't play? And there's other injuries that we're not expecting that pop up on the injury report. That's kind of interesting. Um, more than likely, it's it's less than three. Uh, would take a long, hard look at a Giants teaser leg if it was one and a half, two, two and a half. Uh, home up more than a touchdown uh, against Seattle, who can't stop anybody. Um, that would be a, a pretty good look in the game, I think. Do you, do you have the look aheads up right now? Yeah, I mean Seattle's like one, one and a half everywhere. Is there is there a total? Uh, yeah, on our screen right now, forty five and a half MGM. I, over. Yeah, I don't know if that's going to be the opener when we can bet a lot of money into it, or how about this, more money, not even a lot. Uh, I don't know if that's what it's going to be, but we'll see. I think a lot of it'll be dictated by Seattle's performance. Seattle's given you just Jekyll and Hyde stuff so far. They, I mean, they got we got to have some kind of baseline for them probably for uh, to guide this market. My gut right now, before seeing Seattle's game in week three, I think that total's got to be 47. So we'll see what it opens at coming up on, on Sunday night. On the other side, Brad Evans stops by giving us all his prop bets for week number three in the National Football League.